Hello everybody and welcome to B-Squared C, a podcast celebrating the stories of women of color in the corporate world. I am your host Nancy and I hope everyone is safe and sane wherever you're listening to this from. I am doing great. I finally have a date for my first vaccine so super excited um, because I'm now going to get to travel and do all the things that I wanted to do and already my first stop is my favorite one of my favorite places in the world Paris so yes excited for that let's get into today's topic my last podcast guest was the incredibly insightful Soraya Halsall a data scientist based in Amsterdam Soraya and I chopped it up about lots of things, including experiencing Europe as a black native to it, the politics of black hair, and career pivoting. I was particularly enamored by Soraya's bold moves in her career that took her from Austria to London and now to Amsterdam, and she is far from being done. This lady also quit her big time job in the middle of a pandemic to join a startup. That's how convinced she is of her move. She is adaptable and versatile and has pivoted her career as needed. I got to reflect on this topic from my own perspective. And today I want to share my experiences with all of you with this topic of career pivoting. Let's get into it. So first, let's define what career pivoting is. It is when people make an intentional shift in direction of their career into a new space, industry, uh, or function that they did not work in before. People pivot careers for different reasons, including not being fulfilled in their current roles, seeking new adventures, and being multi-passionate and choosing to pursue something else they did not give a lot of time to before. Some career pivots are forced on us, uh, like by losing your job during a pandemic or losing your work visa, as some immigrants like me may be familiar with. Career pivots can happen at any stage of a career journey. Some people think that this is only possible when you are young. And yes, perhaps when you are young and you have less responsibilities uh, and less factors to consider in making your moves, like for instance, having a partner or a family, amongst other things, um, you might think that it's easier. But I tend to think that with careful planning and consideration, you can make changes to your life anytime you want. We have some great examples too of people who really became their best selves <laughs> later on in life. My favorite is Ava DuVernay, um, an amazing film director who only moved into this space uh, in her 30s after being a publicist in the film industry for so long and look at the amazing films she has given us uh 13th when they see us uh a wrinkle in time like look her up she's amazing the bottom line is it is never too late to reinvent yourself and in the words of ava the career path you own doesn't have to be the path you end on you can always evolve now, I've had several career pivots in my life, um, and with me, I actually 
never left my original industry. Healthcare was and still is my passion, but I just changed what I wanted to do in it. I went from being a hardcore pre-medicine student on a doctor path all the way to solving problems on the systemic side of healthcare. I ended up getting to graduate with two master's degrees, uh, an MBA and a master of public health to help my path along. And I also moved countries and functions. I am now on P43.0, at least I call it P43.0, where I have clarity on my purpose. And I realized that actually healthcare is among a set of areas of my life I contribute my talent to. I am also passionate about education access, for instance, and storytelling. And these are all the ways in which I am leaving out my larger purpose of driving equitable access to people, places, and opportunities um, to thrive, especially for people from underserved communities. I reflected on how I got here and a few things stood out for me. The first One is the importance of an open mindset and environment when it comes to taking uh, opportunities to pivot your career. I realized that I did not grow up with this mindset at all. I grew up with the notion that when you start a career, that's it. You can't leave it. And the rest of your life is about optimizing that path. And Soraya and I talked about that. With me, the education system in my country does not allow for this exploration at all. You were put on a path super early on, and a lot of us, well, had leave you from it. Life was supposed to be this straight line of hitting milestones, like I was supposed to become a doctor, get married, have kids, and other stuff. On reflecting more on this, I realized that uh, that time early on in my life, I did not even have the capacity to think that I could change this life plan that I had believed in for so long. I had no personal impetus and my environment was not helping either. America is really where my mindset uh, started shifting. So you know the whole American dream thing, you can be whatever you want to be if you work really hard. Yeah, I drank that Kool-Aid heavily. Now, withstanding other factors, America did enable me as an environment to actually discover my actual dreams and follow them. This did not happen immediately though. You see, I still carried my African dream to America, starting my undergraduate as a hardcore pre-medicine student. For those who don't know what this means, um, when you are going to school in America, you get your first degree before you go into any professional paths or law, uh, business or medicine, which is very different than the system, for instance, in my country, and I've learned probably in other European countries, where you go straight to a professional degree out of high school. So all the time that you will be studying, you'll be pre-something. And for me, I was pre-medicine, studying biology, focusing on cancer genetics. Then in my uh, undergrad experience, several things happened that happened made me start um, to rethink this path. So first, I took on public policy as a second major. At first, I was just trying it out, and then something happened. I actually enjoyed policy classes. 
unlike in science, which came naturally to me and answers to any questions where, you know, either A or B in policy, everything was gray. Policy classes challenged my thought process and how I looked at the world. And that was my introduction, actually, to solving systemic problems. A second pivotal experience was the summer I spent in South Africa working at a cancer hospital there. Here I was um, really living out my dreams of, well, the extension of my dream was I'm going to be this amazing doctor and uh, move back to Africa and save everybody. (laughs) Um, And in that summer, I got to realize that, well, this dream was not very practical because the people I saw in the hospital um, were too far gone, especially in cancer, for me to actually help them. My big realization was that we failed them before they even got to the hospital. And this was the ultimate experience that had me pivot from clinical medicine and science to the systemic side of healthcare. So here was a graduation, uh, deciding not to follow the dream I had since I was six years old. And instead, I went job hunting and to buy myself some time to figure out what I'm doing with my life. This brings me to my second lesson in my experiences of pivoting careers, and it is about transferable skills. Your value is not in the content of the things you did before. It is rather in the skills you gained from that experience that can be applied Uh, or transferred to your future roles or ambitions or opportunities that you are looking at. So after graduation, I decided to job hunt in the meantime while I thought what? about what I was doing with my life. And I took my first job at Baxter Healthcare as a biomedical quality engineer. This experience was my first exposure to corporate healthcare and inspired the path I am on now. But at that time, I remember looking at the job description when I was going to interview for it. And I actually did not know a lot of what it meant. But I knew one thing, that if they teach me something, I can do it. And that is what I got into that interview with. That was my headline. I spent time in there talking about the skills that being a scientist by training has taught me, including being analytical and um, robust quantitative and qualitative research skills and all this other stuff. I am grateful for my first manager ever in life who took a chance on me and I ended up being the only non-engineer trained hire onto this team. I learned that early on, early on to embrace that it is not about what you studied or what you did before you make a move. It is about the skills you gained that are transferable to the opportunity that you are going after. My last uh, lesson is about the power of graduate school in helping you pivot your career. As noted before, I ended up in graduate school studying business and public health. This is probably the most notable of moves I made towards my current career path. 
Now, I know graduate school is a different notion depending on where you are in the world and what you want to study. Soraya, my last guest, did it all in Europe and I did it in America, which is a different system. But we agree on one thing, though. Graduate school is a most valuable of an experience when you've had actually real world life uh, work experience. Having been out in the world gives you perspective on what you think you want to do. And in the classroom, you approach learning with a practical mindset of the application of all of the things you will be listening to. So that's my first point on this. Secondly, I coach MBAs who are applying to top business schools around the world. And from years of doing this work, um, I learned that the most important thing about this journey is your why. It's not surprising, right? Because this is something that is incredibly important anywhere in your life. But with graduate school in particular, it is quite an investment of time and sometimes money. And I always urge all my clients to be really thoughtful about this decision and have very valid reasons for what they think they can do or what this degree can do for them. Don't get a degree for just the sake of getting one. And I'm looking at you, my African people who are into the habit of doing this. My graduate education changed my life. In particular, the MBA part of it um, is one where you see a lot of career pivoters. It taught me a lot of foundational skills I used to start my corporate career and also helped me explore the things I wanted to do through internships and other experiences. When I fell on hard times with immigration, I credit my education amongst other things with helping me um, reinvent myself. The MBA is one of the most ubiquitous degrees. You can do almost anything afterwards. It depends on your ability to package yourself um, and actually um, communicate your value to different types of organizations. Now, I'm going to put details of my company in the show notes for those who may want to explore this path. And maybe someday we will talk more about it on this podcast. My last realization on reflecting on my experiences uh, pivoting my career is that a lot of times when people talk about career pivoting, they make it seem like it's all about bravery and boldness. But I want to acknowledge that it is also a privilege. And I'm fully aware that there are people out there who just cannot afford to be exploratory um, about their careers in their lives especially as people of color. And perhaps um, if you come from my culture in particular, black tax is real. This is when being the successful one in the family, you now have the responsibility to take care of everyone else. Um, so it leaves very little room for your own dreams or for maneuvering and exploring and all this other stuff like that. Now, as mentioned, I am now on what I call my pivot 3.0 of my career, where my vision of it is all about purpose. And I embraced being multi-passionate uh, or multi-hyphenate. I realized that, yes, healthcare is my industry passion, but it is only one of the places in my life I am using my talent to drive my larger purpose of equity. I care deeply about the fate of my people. 
black African and women who did not grow up with the privilege to live out their dreams. And I want to make our world better for that. B squared C and this podcast is one of the other places that I am doing this. And I'm also doing this with my MBA um, application coaching. The biggest consequence of this realization is that I used to measure my career in titles all the way up to the C-suite because I thought that is where I would have the most impact. I still believe and want that level of leadership, but I realized that I am pretty happy where I am uh, with the impact I'm getting to create. And I will not exactly be mad if I never become a C-suite member because I'm already living out my purpose. And who knows, I may leave healthcare to explore deeply my other passions, but that remains to be seen. Most importantly, I am open to it all. That's it from me this week. Thanks to my wonderful guest, Soraya, uh, this month for inspiring this reflection that I just shared with you today. I would love, love to hear your thoughts on this episode and the topic of career pivoting in general. What have been your lessons? What are you struggling um, with it around? And come over to the Biscuit C Instagram and LinkedIn and let me know. If you like what you heard, go ahead and give this podcast five stars wherever you're listening to it from. Don't forget to share it with your network. Lastly, you can also make a small donation to help keep this podcast going. You can buy me a coffee with the link in the show notes. I already have the next guest lined up and I cannot wait for y'all to meet this black and badass woman who is just ruling this corporate world in the space that she is in. So stay tuned. Until then, I am your host, Nancy. Be safe, be empowered and stay inspired.